This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, Welcome again to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a running game and Super Bowl VIII. Now, all throughout the 1973 NFL season, Pro football's offensive strategy revolved around the running game, regardless of what team you're talking about. Two of the best running teams in the league found themselves as competitors in Super Bowl VIII on January 13, 1974, at Rice Stadium in Houston, Texas. Now, both the Miami Dolphins and the Minnesota Vikings came to the ultimate game from different directions, but they both featured the art of running a football as their primary method of travel. Now, before you start arguing with with me that Fran Tarkenton of the Vikings was primarily a thrower of short passes as his team's most common method of gaining yardage, you have to keep in mind that the Vikings did not have much of a running game in 1972. They only gained a total of 1,740 yards rushing in that year. As a result of that deficiency, Minnesota drafted a tailback out of the University of Miami by the name of Chuck Foreman, as their first round draft choice. By the end of the 1973 season, however, the Vikings gained a total of 2,275 rushing yards, which is 535 more yards than in the previous year. Foreman himself led the team with 801 rushing yards in 1973, and he won the league's Rookie of the Year award. Minnesota finished 1972 with a lackluster 7-7 record. They finished 1973 with a 12-2 record and the NFC Central Division Championship. Now, the Miami Dolphins were several steps ahead of the Vikings by the time that Super Bowl VIII rolled around. The Dolphins had finished the previous year with a perfect record, going 17-0 on the way to a world championship in Super Bowl VII. To set up their home in the newer, before-visited town of Perfectville, Miami, primarily employed their running game on offense. Fullback Larry Zonka and halfback Mercury Morris and substitute running back Jim Kick set a new NFL team record of 2,960 rushing yards in 1972. The Dolphin runners also accrued a league-leading 26 touchdowns that year. In 1973, however, everyone was wondering what Miami's rushing attack would do or even could do for an encore. Moreover, wasn't every one of Miami's opponents now taking into account how best to stop the Dolphins' running game? Miami head coach Don Shola's blueprint, therefore, for his 1973 team was uniquely similar to that of his 1972 team. Shula was a believer in, if it's don't broke, don't fix it theory. He figured that if he had plenty of success in 72 running the ball, he would in 73 as well. Until opposing defenses were going to prove that they were able to stop his offense from running the, the, the football, that is. Shula had a couple of good reasons for repeating what he did in 72. One, his running backs, all three of them, seldom fumbled the ball. As it turned out, Zonka, Kick, and Morris fumbled the ball less in 73 than they did in 72. Another reason for Shula featuring his running game over his passing game was their overall productivity. While it was true that his three main rushers ran for less yards in 73, 
They ran for 2,214 yards than they did in 72, 2,638 yards, which is what they did in 72. They were still a quality group of runners who could get the tough yards and still break some runs on occasion. So it would be a contest where the Viking runners would face off against the Dolphin runners in Super Bowl eight. Miami's rushing attack was naturally considered the stronger of the two teams, and by the end of the first quarter, no doubts remained as to that fact. Miami's rushing attack would accumulate 78 rushing yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter of Super Bowl eight. The Vikings, in contrast, could only gain seven yards rushing and zero points in the same amount of time. By the end of Super Bowl VIII, Larry Zonka would gain 145 rushing yards, score two touchdowns, and be named the game's unanimous most valuable player. And he was the first running back in Super Bowl history to earn that honor. Minnesota's leading rusher in Super Bowl VIII, ironically, was Oscar Reed, who carried the ball 11 times for only 32 yards, and who committed a crucial fumble deep in Miami territory late in the first half, which the Dolphins recovered, and which kept the Vikings off the scoreboard. One could point out that Miami's no-name defense was the key to beating Minnesota by the score of 24-7 in Super Bowl VIII, but an equal amount of credit certainly goes to the Dolphins' running attack, an element which accrued a grand total of 196 rushing yards in Super Bowl VIII. Now for this episode's trivia question, it's kind of a football slash Hollywood question. See if you can guess it. One Minnesota Vikings running back would go on to an acting career in Hollywood after his pro football career. Who was that one Minnesota Vikings running back? Thanks again for listening in to this episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski. And we'll be back next time with another episode and the answer to today's trivia question. Thanks a lot for listening. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.